You know, I was going to try to come up with something smart-alecky. Something, you know, snarky and clever and, I guess, pun-wise and sarcastic, I guess. You know, kind of like I have in the past previous episodes. But, I got nothing. So... That's Sami Zayn again. Well, it's such a cool theme. And like I said before, like just two or three episodes ago, I'm not a wrestling guy, but that is really, really cool. I just... And who has watched TV throughout the length of time, any length of time, and not seen or not known any any wrestling intro theme? Well, I've... I've known quite a few, and that one jumps out the most to me. That's just really, really cool. But I wanted to get into a lot of themes. Just uh, throughout the course of these, this is going to be 202. Throughout the course of 202 episodes, I've used a lot of musical intros. And a lot of things that just bring back memories and bring back ideas and bring back thoughts. And things that just jump out to me. So I want to kind of get into music and get into little sound bites and kind of intros and stuff like that. And I know I've done a lot of guessing games in the past. Can you guess this theme and can you guess what it alludes to? So I'll drop that in as well. Also, I'm going to mention that the way I record the podcast has just updated. So there's now a way you can leave us messages. And the producers and I will listen to them and will include you in the podcast. So, yeah, you can leave us messages. It's all it's a really new cool update and we really really are happy about it. And we really really like it. So, the first thing I'm going to get into, the first thing I want to start talking about is the songs that my producers have recommended to me and the songs that I like a lot too. And the songs that were synonymous to their young lives and to their I know you hear young lives and you think they're young now so that hasn't much changed yes they're 26 now but the things that have you know were significant to their lives and the things songs that mean something to them and these these are songs that i like them too and they're all really really cool so i'm going to try to get off and jump off on a little starter with pink A great song. A great, great song. Now, the little bit behind that is that Kaylee took take, has taken that to mean 
that she has always thought, what about me? What about everyone who's like me? And everyone who is me or is similar to me or like me. And when she she came out, when she came out to her birth people, um, she was, you know, she had said that she, you know, when she came out, um, she can recall for anyone the actual occurrence, the actual moment was when she had sat down with her birth people on the couch at the time and she had taken her at the time her wife now but she had taken her girlfriend's hand and i assuming i don't know why her birth people didn't didn't catch or didn't didn't draw a conclusion from what she was going at at that point but she had said mom dad i'm gay and she you know, gave her girlfriend's hand a kiss, and she gave her girlfriend a kiss, and then her, her, her mom. She doesn't. She doesn't call. She doesn't call them parents now. She doesn't refer to them as that, because to her, they're not parents. Um, her mom at the time looked kind of like, <gasps> and kind of were was appalled and took a step back, and I can't explain the the mindset that led her mom to that or what where that came from but her mom just basically i mean to boil it down quite a bit because i don't want to make anyone live through this again but her mom and her dad supported her, her her dad supported his mom his wife too her mom threw her out her mom said get out and her mom said we i didn't i didn't give birth to no to no gay girl and eventually i mean not right away but kaylee's response was no you didn't i'm not your child and she she became legally emancipated from her parents and now she doesn't she doesn't any she didn't she no longer refers to them as parents they are her birth people her parent her mother who she calls mom her mother now is a woman named sophie and sophie actually adopted legally adopted kaylee and kaylee agreed as well and kaylee legally adopted her as well i'm not 100 percent sure if that's the way to say it or that's how it goes but she they legally adopted her so now uh after Kaylee has become legally emancipated from her birth people, they no longer have any legal ties. The only thing connecting Kaylee to her heritage is her genes. So she has no connection of any of anything to her parents and to that life at all. She thinks, from what she has said, I'm drawing a big conclusion here, and they will correct me, and they can correct me can correct me later if if I get this wrong. To which I apologize for if I do. Um, I believe on her mother's side, she her birth her birth, I'm sorry her birth person's side. Um, she has an uncle, but she no is no no longer legally connected to them at all. So they have no legal say over her life at all. Like I said, the only connection is the gen is genes, is genetics. Now, 
the woman, like I said, the woman she refers to as mom, the woman she calls her parent and her mother, is Sophie. And Sophie is just everything that a mother should be. Sophie is the very definition of what is meant by the term mother. And she, Kaylee, has come to the conclusion that, and I know she's honored that I'm saying this, Kaylee has come to the conclusion that mother is a title, is a, is a title of honor, a title that can, can go above Nobel Prize and stuff like that. It's, it, it's a title, and she's honored, and she's touched to give it to Sophie. And she's showing Sophie things that pictures of Kaylee when she was a baby and she, when she was much younger. And it's just the things that she's learning is, is unbelievably, believe, unbelievably cool. The other thing that, that I wanted to bring up that, that my producers, that Kaylee and her wife are very close to, the song that they're very close to, like I said before on a previous, I believe it was two episodes ago, that is very significant to them, was a song they danced to, and danced to on one of their dates. And I completely blanked, and I don't know why I completely blanked, but I completely blanked on the original artist. I knew it was the singer is Aloe Black, um, but I completely blanked on Avicii, and I don't know why, but... It's it's Ivici featuring Aloe Black. I got to admit stupidity on this one. I've heard this song and this bit a number of times, so many times, that I actually thought for some reason it was called Pride Pride Song. It's not. It's Fight Song, as far as I understand. And it's Rachel Platten. Now, I, I got, for some reason, I got it drilled into my head that I knew her last name was Platten. It was Rachel Platten. But... I screwed up her last name and I fudged it all up and that I just I got twisted and all around and the girls kind of the girls when I say the girls I mean the producer my producers the girls always said that this is very much their life it's about fighting back and standing up and saying this song is the reason why I rebel against things. This is, if you feel like you're being forced down and pushed away, this is the song that makes you get up. Like I said, like on the last episode, 
This is the song that makes you get up and fight, fight, fight. This is the song that fills you with so much pride and want get want makes you want to get up and and jump around and push and battle for anything at all. And it's because of that that it fills you with so much energy and so much joy and so much pride that there have been a number of times where I've gone to pride parades with the girls. And there's a number of times when I've gone to just hanging out with them where we hear this song and they get up and dance or they get up and we've gone to karaoke's and they get up and they want to karaoke it. And it's just it's just an awesome song. It's a great, great song. And I kind of wanted to look more into where the song came from because I know, it was a, like I said, it's a great song. So I don't I don't know a lot about Rachel Platten's background and what made her drive towards the song. But I've wanted to learn a lot about it and wanted to learn some more studying about it, study it and want to learn more about it. It's just a really cool, really cool song and a really, really awesome song. much and how often you go searching for the cover of an excellent song a great great song that has existed for quite a long time and it started quite a while ago and the cover is really cool you can't find the cover no matter how long and how far and how deeply you search for it and it drives you freaking bananas so the cover the cover is by say ferris and the original, and I, as soon as I say the name, you're probably going to know exactly what I'm talking about here. The original was Dexie's Midnight Runners. Now, you're all going, ah, ah, yeah. And I played this a few episodes ago. Ah, ah, yeah. Come on, Eileen. Yes. That's exactly, that's exactly the great song. There's, there's something about it. It's, it's hard to say. There's something about it that just kind of want to make wants want to make you. I get I'm tripping up there. It kind of makes you want to get up and dance and kind of just bop around like the other songs have. They kind of want to make you get up and dance, and it's just kind of if I had the cover, I would play the cover for you and I would play a little snippet from I guess a ringtone quality. I would get a little snippet for you. It's just this is just all really really cool. This is an awesome, awesome song. I can't remember. I think this is "Come On Eileen" might have been bef- before me, and I. It's just, it's just, just a really cool song. And I remember my brother playing it. I remember hearing it, and it's just this is. I just thought it was a cool song, and the, and I didn't, I didn't think that it could be possible that anyone could make a better version of it. And I thought it was weird that if anyone did, that it would be in any way good. So I, I just thought it was interesting. But then I heard Say Ferris come out, 
And if anyone likes this song, uh, Dexy's Midnight Runners version, the original version, uh, I wouldn't call it their version, it's the original one. So there wasn't a version of anything, they just did it for the original. Um, I would recommend Dexy's version and also Say Ferris's version. It's unbelievably cool. Just really, really cool. Um, yeah, so it's, it's just an awesome song. For example... I was watching a documentary on Ramses and Nefertiti, and I've obviously mentioned in a previous episode, Hatshepsut as well, several previous episodes actually, and the the stories and the, I know I know quite a bit about Egyptology. That's just real. It's very interesting, and one of the things that's very cool about Ramses and Nefertiti is not Nefertiti. I think I'm getting the name wrong. Now that I think about that, look in the podcast group. I've gone, I swung into it so quickly that I'm pretty sure um, that, that I'm pretty sure that I got the name wrong. That, that reading about their love story, laugh along with me because that's kind of, because I screwed it up, that's kind of funny. They, um... <laughs> I'm laughing right now. Their love story is just really cool. And Nefertari. Oh my god. Oh my god. You know those things where you know a lot about something and you've repeated it enough times to your head to yourself in the head in your head where you go, I gotta have this down pat, I should know this and then just shoots right out of your head when you need it to stay in there. That was the exact same thing. That's what I should I should have come up with Nefertari's name a lot faster than I did. Everyone who's listening, it wasn't Nefertiti, it was Nefertari. Well, I know, I know you're going, well, their names are really close. It's easy to see how you can make that mistake. Well, there's another one that makes it even more interesting. It was Hedchapsuit's kid, Neferure. That was also, that's also kind of... Interest kind of comes the work of Nefertiti, Neferure, and Nefertari. Like, huh? And a lot of things in Egyptology, a lot of people in Egyptology had the same similar names. Ramses II. There's a lot of things that were just, it's kind of going, how do you memorize and memorize all this? And how do you, how do you keep up with everything? And, I don't, but that's why I take notes. <laughs> I try, I try to, and the notes help me remember as much as I can. So it gets kind of, it gets kind of tricky, and it gets kind of, kind of fun. Kind of, it, well, it's all always fun, but it gets kind of tricky. And when I was doing all this research, one kind of tunage, one kind of song, just jumped to mind.
while we're on it, or while I just mentioned Come On Eileen, another song kind of, as I said in a previous episode, another song kind of just jumped through my library, jumped out at me. And I know I made the joke before, and I'm going to make it again. But I'll explain what I mean when I make it. <laughs> the other joke I made before was was I was finding looking for something and I thought, aha Well and then I played then I played this song. Well, Take On Me is by a group called Aha. So I know you're going I know you're going Oh boy. Yeah, it's that kind of pun, that kind of joke that comes back to you. It's the things a bunch of these songs are just songs and things that that were before me and songs and things that that I wasn't a part of and that I wasn't aware of and irrelevant to me at all, but things that my brother was and things that his heritage and his musical listenings and the things that drove him to it, I kind of got listening to and I thought, well, these are pretty cool. This, this music is pretty awesome. And I liked it a lot. And Take On Me was one of those songs that I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't part of, but I had heard it and I thought, Hey, that's kind of cool. I kind of like that song. Now, if there's a if there's a remake of it, I sure as heck don't know what that remake is. And if anyone knows if there's a remake of it, you can leave us a voicemail message. A voicemail. You can leave us a voice message. You can go on to the podcast Facebook community, Uncti Fiasco, or you can email us, unctifiasco at gmail dot com. And we will we'll look at look at it and go. Oh, thanks. That's what I was trying to think of. That's what Dan was trying to think of, and he couldn't. So, yeah, I was right on my brain and nothing. But you know, and this the song just the song was. It's I just like I said, it was just really cool. It was really really cool to me. It was really really cool. So, uh huh. Another really cool band, who I never knew of. I never, never knew they existed. I never really heard of them. And then I heard a couple other songs, and I was like, "Well, these guys are pretty good." They did a cover of I want to say it's Don Henley's "Boys of Summer," and that I really like that. And I've heard a couple of other of their other songs, and it just it was just really really cool. And there isn't a lot that I that I can remember, or there isn't a lot that I got into at the time about them. They, this the they came from. There's a lot of um, I believe I want to say they came from New York or maybe Oregon, because I know one of their albums, So Long Astoria, is I know there's an Astoria, Oregon, but there's an also an Astoria neighborhood in New York. And I always, for some reason, equated them with New York and New York City. And that may not be actually where they're from, or where a lot of their recordings occurred. That's just where I 
connected them to. You know how it is. You think of one time you think once you think of something, your mind always for some reason associates that with it, whether it's legitimate or not. Your eyes, your mind always associates that with it, with the song. And I apologize for that light kind of ruffling sound you just heard a couple. You've heard a couple times. I have a fan going. You can probably hear it in the background. I have a fan going, and when I moved the microphone close, it got in the way of the fan. So you probably heard that. So I apologize for that. But there's a lot of there was a lot of things about the Ataris. That's the band that I didn't quite understand. I heard So Long Astoria, and I thought, well, are they from New York? Are they from Oregon? I don't know. And one of the things, I heard a lot of songs, and I thought, this is really cool. And one of the songs that I heard was Takeoffs and Landings. So, and I thought, well, that reminded me of hanging near the apron or the end part of the fence of an airport. And it's a really cool song. I just mentioned that what is So Long Astoria based on? Astoria in in New York or Astoria, Oregon? I just looked it up just to double check. Not even close. So I just I looked it up, I Googled it in some of my notes just to double check. It's a the it's a bunch of songs that was written about for by Roe, one of his one of the uh ROE, one of the members that he that he wrote about his bedroom in his bedroom in Anderson, Indiana. Now, I was thinking, going, huh? That because you hear so long Astoria, and if you see the picture of the album, you kind of go, okay, I get, I get why it could be Queens, and I kind of Queens, Queens in New York maybe, and I get why that could be, and. You kind of think, well, I under I understand, and you kind of think, okay, so that's about New York, and then you hear that he wrote it in his bedroom in Anderson, Indiana, and you go, well, that just muddies the waters even more. I'm just totally confused. So, it's you get you get completely lost, and you and you're wondering where in the world could this have come from. And me musically, I'm punk. I like punk music. That's just my favorite. One of my favorite bands is Green Day. Now, Green Day, REM. I I love Queen. I mentioned that. Mentioned that few bands. ACDC. I like them too. Um, but one of my I I like all kinds of music. My choice in music varies quite a bit and quite a bit all over the place. It's just. Really, I just have really wide taste, but the Ataris jumped out at me, and they kind of, they kind of like, well, hey, this music is cool. As you just heard from Takeoffs and Landings, that was really, really awesome. So I listened to some more of their songs, and I thought, well, this is really cool. This is something that I can get into, and this is something that I really, really like. And 
I think the first song, I think I heard Takeoffs and Landing second. The first song I heard was So Long Astoria. And it was just a cool song. And like I said, the first thing I hear of Astoria was Astoria in Queens in New York. Sometimes I still see myself in that lonesome bedroom Playing my guitar and singing songs of hope for a better future another artist that you can't forget that anyone can't forget that's just and i and i feel bad that i didn't take her as seriously as she deserved and as seriously as i do now that that's just so cool she has such a at least to my ears she has such a very smoky sound a very loungy smoky quality and sound to her voice and just the just her talent and the way she sings and her voice is just so I don't know if I want to say it lulls you to sleep it doesn't but it it lulls you to to calmness and it makes you kind of relax and calm down it's just kind of like you know bop and sway like you're in a lounge to the music and she's 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 amazing she's an amazing singer and her legacy will live on forever. And one of the great things that she did was... I know... I don't know if a lot of people know this. Or I know don't know if, all, if a lot of people know of this song. But Mark Ronson did a cover... Or did a, a cover of it with her. And her original version is kind of much slower. But the version that Mark Ronson did is much bouncier and peppier and you kind of want to you can hear you hear the song and you kind of you want to get up and you kind of want to get up and dance and bop around to in a lounge to the song it's a great song it's a phenomenal song and say what you want about mark ronson i haven't i've seen him duet with bruno mars i've seen him duet with uh, with like i said with amy winehouse who you're going to hear from in a second and a lot of I've heard a lot of duets and I've heard him do a lot of things. I don't know if I've heard him solo, and I can't say that I have. If anyone can think of anyone that he anything that he has done solo, please leave us a voice message, shoot us shoot us an email, uh, jump onto the podcast Facebook community, let us know. It'd be it'd be wonderful and cool to hear. So it's and one of the best songs I like a lot of Amy Wine a lot of Amy Winehouse's stuff, but one of my favorites is just Va- is Valerie. And 
who can forget this song? Something that another one of Amy Winehouse's incredible, incredible things that she's just so gifted. And I know I touted a lot about her in a second, uh, a second ago. She's just incredible. The and I wish that I would have appreciated and understood as much as the gift that she gave to music and that she gave to what my ears would appreciate would be music. Like I said, she has a very smoky, loungy quality to her voice. It's just very calming, I guess, and soothing. That's really, really cool. Really enjoyable. And there's, a, there's three songs, well, two, that I think of. When I think of Amy Winehouse, you heard Valerie. There's, there's Back, Back to Black, or, which, and then there's also Rehab, which, which you'll hear in a second. And the they they just they're just significant, so significant and so incredibly cool to me. There's a lot. I'm sure anyone can number and can go into a lot of Amy's discography and a lot of her library and tell me more songs that hey, if you like this song, go into this song and listen to this, this, and this. Those are just three songs that just leap out at me. They're just um, unbelievably cool. That's just really, really awesome. And there's, there's just, there's, I've listened to them, or I've, when I've heard them, I've been sitting in a bar, a dive bar, or a place that does karaoke, and now if I think when I get up and do karaoke, my God, would I butcher the song, or it's just, and I know karaoke is not about being a great singer. It's about just getting up and having fun and doing your best that you could. Not a lot of people are phenomenal singers, so I get that. But I think if I did an Amy Winehouse song, though I would want to, I might end up destroying it. So I wouldn't want to do that to Amy's legacy. And it's a great thing. It's a great thing back in black. What was I just saying about Amy Winehouse songs? The classic three songs that are typical of her, that remind me of her, that make me go anywhere I hear them? That's Amy Winehouse. That's phenomenal music. Well, you heard two of them, Valerie and Back to Black. And now it's Rehab. I ain't got the time And if my daddy thinks I'm fine and what is a music episode without a little green day 
And as I was going through the library of the umpteen thousand Green Day songs and albums I have, I just got to thinking, oh, love. avoid any episode well I mean a music episode with a little something supernatural super serious Oh yeah, and a little electrolyte. all just jump out to me. They are essential to my life, to my producer's life. Those are all songs that said something to us, that mean something to us. Songs that are just really cool. Now, I know I missed a few, and I know I missed quite a bit, but what are some of your guys' some songs that just means something to you, or just means that just stick out to you, or something special? Like I was mentioning earlier in several previous mentions earlier, <laughs> please, you can give us a voice message. You can mention in the podcast Facebook community on Fiasco, and shoot us a mess, uh, an email. <coughs> Sorry about that, everyone. That cough just snuck up on me. The allergy coughs that they tend to do. Well, that, that's, yeah, drop us a line in any of those things I just mentioned. So thank you all for sticking around for as long, as long as you all have. Stick around for a bit more in the end here. Want to check out the best podcast and best YouTube channel out there? True, true friends of this podcast? Check out Fantastic Cruising over on Apple Podcasts and all your favorite podcasting devices and services. Give them a five-star review. Head on over to YouTube. Look up Fantastic Studios. Give them a five-star review and give them comments. They'll love that to death. They are the greatest podcast out there. Give them a shout-out. Want to check out the best travel vlogger and videos anywhere? Go to Atlantic City, Disney, Six Flags, all along the Atlantic City boardwalk, and go to Vegas. 
check out the New York channel, N-U-Y-A-W-K, on YouTube, you will be thoroughly impressed and thoroughly entertained. You will love every second of what you're seeing. Go to YouTube and check out N-U-Y-A-W-K. You'll love what you're seeing. You'll enjoy every second of it. Want to check out the environment, the climate, the planet, and everything we can do to have an impact on it? Check out City Climate Corner on all the podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on everything. You won't be disappointed. You'll enjoy and love what you're listening to.